What up? What up? What up? Strike League Podcast, man. It's episode 112. Bro. Bro it. Uh, my name is Randy Little. You, you know who I am. Um, every, every so often I get into this like headspace of like 112 episodes. Yo, like that, that's crazy. If you've been, if you've been rocking with us for five episodes, 10 episodes, 50 episodes, all 112 episodes, shout out to you. Uh, the reviews, the likes, the ratings, higher, low, positive, negative, no matter where you are in the world, it's all love. It's all appreciated. Cause we we use negative feedback too. Um, on this episode, this this episode is kind of a mess. I'm not gonna lie to you. We maintain though. We uh give condolences over some deceased celebrities. React to a trailer or two, and then we have a block. And this is your warning, cause I forget to say it. In segment, Fast X spoiler discussion. The Little Mermaid spoiler discussion. That's what we cover today. Rocket is back. Got E-Sig, Nick, the squad. Uh, Shout out Jay Merritt. Been with us the last two episodes. Just couldn't do this one. Um, He ain't seen the movies. I, I, I think... I'm pretty, I, I strongly believe next episode he will be with us. So, uh, let's hit up off on them, uh, theatrically released movies as of late. Over the last couple weeks, Fast X came out. This past weekend, this past weekend was high key, pretty packed. Obviously, The Little Mermaid came out, but, uh, you hurt my feelings with Julia Louis Dreyfus came out. Um, the machine came out. And then I'm blanking on the other st- uh, about my father, Sebastian Maniscalco, Robert De Niro. I wanted to see that shit and it didn't come here. Kandahar, another Gerard Butler action came out. And then um this upcoming Tuesday. Man, man, I'm so hyped for this coming Tuesday. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, obviously. And then uh, The Boogeyman. And if y'all know me personally, sadly, this is not my biopic. The weekend of the next episode, we got Transformers Rise of the Beast. The um, sixth theatrically released, seventh theatrically released Transformers movie. Eighth theatrically released Transformers movie because what Bay Bay did five Bumblebee Rise of the Beasts and the 86 animated eighth damn theatrically released Transformers movie and um I feel like something else comes out that weekend and I'm not sure what it is but yeah it's it's the seventh straight because I was born in 86 I never saw the trailer for the animated movie so it's the seventh straight Transformers movie that the trailers made it look like it's amazing. And hopefully it's the second straight movie that's actually good. Uh, physical media, Blu-ray, 4K, DVD, if y'all still buy those. Um, 
on the 16th of, of May, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania came out. Looks like the Italian job got a 4K with uh, Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, Jason Statham. The, uh, the 1940s Superman serials got a Blu-ray. I didn't buy them. I, I just can't ever imagine myself watching them. Uh, Operation Fortune from Guy Ritchie got a, got a physical shooter. Miami Vice in the cut. Uh, shooter Miami Vice, those are those are 4Ks. Moving on, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda came out. I'm not going to lie, I don't remember what the collector is. I think that's a re-release. Um, this past Tuesday, Shazam, Fury of the Gods came out, Creed 3 came out, Crank got a 4K, VHS 99. I never got into the VHS movies. Um, this upcoming Tuesday, is that Showgirls getting a 4K? It's got to be a Vinegar Syndrome is putting Showgirls on 4K. That tracks. This this upcoming Tuesday is the 30th. So, uh, it's actually pretty packed. Looney Tunes is on Blu-ray. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, 65. Uh... A Good Person from Zach Braff, Willem Dafoe, Inside. Uh, the name of the movie's Inside. He's not Inside any anybody else. And then uh, Spinning Gold, which I'm blind by. On the hope that it's good. That's all this Tuesday. So the Tuesday right before the next episode. I haven't seen a formal announcement, but Blu-ray.com has Super Mario Brothers coming out. Uh, some Indiana Jones 4K, some Jack Ryan 4Ks, Renfield, Tulsa King, the Paramount Plus show with Sylvester Stallone, uh, that looks to be about it for Tuesday, July, June the 6th, my bad. So, um, upon my return, we'll be talking with the squad, Fast X and such, Little Mermaid and such. It's Rec League Podcast. And we back. We got the good man. We got the sick man. And the rocket. First thing first, uh, Rocket missed the episode when we was talking about the movie that gave all the focus to his namesake. So quickly, y- your, th- your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Really good. Okay. Um, had me guessing quite a bit. You know, I was shocked that nobody out of that whole group died. You know, there were some moments where you thought maybe Star-Lord was going to die or Nobella was going to die. Like, it was just, it was well made. Once again, the music pay, played another, played itself as a character to twine in the movie. But... I think James Gunn, when it comes to emotional beats, he's one of the top directors that can do that. You know, it's it's overall, it's definitely in my top ten, maybe my top five for MCU movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that second rewatch bumped it up for me. That's what yeah. I was saying. I watched it the first time 
I left the theater. I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was so good. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I like put it real high in my ranking. And I thought about it. I was like, man, like, was it really better than this? Was it like, am I just coming out? Then I saw it a second time and I moved it up another notch. Like, I was like, wait, no, yeah, it's better. <laughs> it's better than all of these. All right, like, don't uh, get me wrong. Like, like we, like we'll take, for example, Infinity War Endgame. I think Infinity War is better than Endgame. And every time I rewatch Endgame, it's still good. Yeah. But it's, I'm starting to see it drop down my rankings a little bit. And, and like, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is better than Endgame in, in that sense because of the emotional beats and all. Yeah. So, um, I'm better than Endgame. Uh, I think, what's up, Nick? Uh, I, was just, I, I was thinking out loud. I think my top, like, five or six, like, MCU is pretty set. But, like, Guardians could move up. Well, so James, James Gunn just snuck one into my top five. Mm-hmm. Even, even though it took two watches to get it in there. Uh, we had some uh, passings of celebrities over the past couple weeks. Ray Stevenson passed. Tina Turner passed. Am I, am I missing one or two? Those are the only two I know of or heard of. All right. Eric, you... uh uncharacteristically quiet so pay your respects <laughs> that's not like you no, just took their soul let's, let's go with tina turner um i guess for most people on here they were introduced to tina turner through mad max beyond thunderdome and <laughs> most people didn't even know she was a singer but yeah she did pretty pretty well in that movie and of course she has the um the awesome song on the soundtrack and um i meant to check if it was nominated for an oscar if it wasn't it should have been and I, I, hear, I don't think it was uh, what you that, say nick uh, every day at my work that song plays <laughs> <laughs> yeah you said it played the day when she it was a uh, passing was announced it's really weird to get the news like while i was at work and i, I read it and i was like i just heard her doing thunder now we don't mm-hmm. And um, how many of you have seen the, which is going to be 30 pretty soon, um, the biopic What's Love Got to Do With It? I'm staring at it. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using a... Sorry, dog. Yeah. But, oh, but like most biopics, um, I think it was, a, it was a really good movie. But like most, it um, took some licenses and one of the most famous scenes in the movie didn't actually happen. But that song won the Grammy. Oh, really? Or did you say Oscar? Uh, Oscar. I was curious if you got an Oscar nod. My bad. Any song can Grammy. See, yeah, I don't see anything for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they got an um, Oscar nod. But that's no, a good biopic. Um, I recommend the HBO uh, documentary that came out, I think, a couple of years ago, probably 2019. I recommend that for accuracy hey, over the um Yo, they was the quick movie. with it, though. Like, like I told you, like, I came home from work, and you got to delete your HBO Max app, download the Max app. And the first yeah. thing on, like, it had been, like, two hours since they announced she passed. That 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 uh, documentary was the first thing I saw. Like, yeah, they put it on the home page. Max was not and, playing uh, and of course, another thing is another song, which is crazy for the songs, for the James Bond songs that have not only been nominated, but won Oscars. I don't think M, either one of them can compare to Goldeneye. 
Goldeneye was a banger. Yeah. Goldeneye was such yeah. a banger. That's, that was Chris um, Brosnan's first uh, James Bond film. Yep. Yes, it was. And I think Rocky. that's just a, a fantastic song, and of course, um, she didn't she didn't just perform it. I believe she wrote it also, uh, co-wrote it. But yeah, that's um, that's unfortunate. Um, a little piece of trivia. I guess um, Tina Turner was done with America. She renounced her American citizenship, and for I think the last twenty years of her life, she was Swiss. Yep. Good for her. And that's just um, that's always interesting. They even they even say it when um, you look her up, a Swiss singer, yeah. American American born Swiss singer, which is um, intriguing. Yeah, I know that. And so she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like kind of recently. It was like within the last couple of years and mm-hmm. she it, and she's like i'm in my house in switzerland i was like eh like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a choice but yeah good for her i always thought that was cool mm-hmm. it was dope she also underrated soundtrack from tina turner soundtrack work was the uh brother bear the disney oh movie. yeah yeah <laughs> Like she and Phil Collins like did the song, and it's like this really good song movie that like no one ever talks about. And I was like, "That's Tina Turner." I have more like memories and thoughts of Tina Turner. But that's just <laughs> no one ever talks about. They're like, "Oh, she did Mad Max, Goldeneye, Proud Mary, all these amazing things." And I was like, "Hmm." Right there. <laughs> uh. People also forget. She was in the most famous movie of all, Last Action Hero. She was the maid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah she was. Um, oh, yeah, that's a little crazy cameo. Yeah, yeah that's going to be 32, Last Action Hero. Yeah. Dang. Soon. Then you got uh, Ray Stevenson. Sounds like it was like out of nowhere, completely unexpected. Yeah. Like, dude was super young. Played the Punisher. He was in the Thor movies. He did a season of Dexter, like mm-hmm. really, oh. really strong, like supporting actor guy. Like everybody, he was like everybody recognizing him, but nobody like really knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? He's like one of those mm-hmm. guys. Character actor, yeah, Gibbard. Yeah, got a few leads. I, he was hit on the show Rome, like when he got the Escher role. That's what I knew him from. Like I was like, oh. I was I didn't like know their names. It was like the two guys on Rome. It was him and the Grey's Anatomy guy were like the two leads on Rome. And I didn't know which one was which. And I was like, I hope it's the bigger guy. And I looked it up. I just remember looking up being like, Oh yeah, he's yeah, it's the one here. That guy's Yeah. But he's supposed to be in Ahsoka coming up. Yeah, yeah, he did so. some Star Wars work too. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be one of the last things she filmed. Yeah. And um and I didn't know um I, I was I really I still haven't seen this movie the movie um and y'all tell me the Indian film the Academy Award winning Indian film um uh-huh. is it triple R or R R R how do we supposed to say that title R R R is what they kept on saying yeah R-R-R. they keep saying R R R that's and, I, just, um, I, I just know there's no way that shit should have took Rihanna's Oscar yeah I agree <laughs> we going back to the Oscars. But let me. T- um, he he was so in. So we that? call him a character actor. Yeah, what's that, Randy? He was in R R R. Yeah, he yeah. just listed. Um, I, I didn't see it. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody on here has seen it, but um, yeah, apparently it was a, a meaty role, and he was also in two movies. Meaty. Um, he was in the the Accident Man movies, um, starring Scott Atkins, and he had a pretty um, decent role in there. I recommend that if y'all haven't seen it. Word. But um, another movie I recommend. Um, he, it's a lead by him, and it's a 2011 movie based on a true story where he plays Danny Green. It's called um, Kill the Irishman. Oh, no. Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Man, I think that's so nobody talks about nope. it. It's, it's such nope. an underrated movie. And it got it got some hitters in there. Um, who's um, Christopher Walken, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, I think one of the last fuck. movies Val Kilmer did um, before he um, fully lost that his voice, if I'm not mistaken. You're correct. <laughs> Linda Carlini's also in it. You know, you got Robert Davi. It was a good cast. Uh huh. Yep. From the writer of um, Jumanji. <laughs> no, I turn it over. Go ahead. Now, I, I'll be honest with you. With Ray Stevenson, like with him, it was. I mean, he was Falstag in Thor movies. He was in Divergent. I mean, he was war, uh, Punisher in Punisher Warzone. Mm. Ironically, you know, that was the first. Uh huh. My bad. Ironically, the director of Kill the Irishman directed the Thomas Jane Punisher. That's great. That's great. But my favorite role seeing him, like every time he popped up, Nick, I, hate I would always be interested in seeing, seeing that movie. At the end of the day, though, I think his best role to me was in Dexter. I did like Dexter. Like the role he played in Dexter, it was... Not no, that was just good. on that was just on Dexter's downslide. Still though, he classed it up the joint, bro. When I, <laughs> but uh, I, I read y'all gonna send like, me on a Dexter rant. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I I read it, I sent it to my dad. Me and my dad love the movie The Other Guys. Yes, we just love it. Like that's that's the funniest movie. And I knew I was like. If I sent him just the gif of the guy talking about like little dimples over a woman's buttocks, I was like, he'll he'll know exactly who it is. Like he did, he was bummed up. But like if I sent him the Thor, it's like he was real made up and like real hefty. And yeah. I was like, oh, he he don't know if that's him, but he's definitely the other guy's guy. All right, I uh, the point kind of his legacy, like on everything I've read, like he was pretty pretty beloved for playing the Punisher, which is cool because I think. Warzone is a little underrated. Yeah. Just a smidge. I mean, a movie where uh, guys doing parkour gets blown out of the air by a rocket, you can't not like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't say it's as good of a movie as the Thomas Jane one, but like, it's a better Punisher adaptation. Like, it's like, way more it was like an adaptation of the punisher video game that no one ever talks about but i loved like when it came out it was like if that had just been a game and then they decided to make a movie out of that game it was the war zone if that makes any sense but i did enjoy the movie and i enjoyed him as the punisher definitely all right we uh also got a trailer or two in the past couple weeks didn't we Killers of Flower Moon was like a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Pretty. Looks pretty great. Pretty good trailer. 
it's, Hold it's on. new Scorsese. Uh, like we're all watching it, even though he apparently directed some movie called Taxi Driver. Stop! Stop it! Stop! Huh? I can't help it. Uh, no, like I'm sick of people talking about the trailer already. Though, like it was a very good trailer. Obviously, the movie looked great. Obviously, I'm already hearing that it is great. Like, duh, duh. But, like it was. It was a trailer. Like it was a trailer. It was a trailer. We got to sell the movie. Here's a trailer. And people are acting like it was the greatest trailer they've ever seen. Like, can you believe this? It's like sure of Frazier and Robert De Niro. Like, can you believe it? Can't look at the framing of this shot. And it's like they're sitting at a desk. Like, let's chill. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to act like it's look how stupid Dude, the fast the- trailer is versus this. I'm like, nobody comparing the two films. Like, the we're first- not comparing. The first Dark Knight trailer was amazing. The, the first Iron Man 3 trailer was amazing. Every Transformers trailer, trailer, is amazing. Transformers is amazing. I remember thinking The Last Night looked like the best movie when the first trailer came out. I was like, man, fuck, I'm excited. God, yeah. I don't even like the... And then it was shit. That's what, tra- that's what trailers are meant to do. They're meant to sell yeah. you. Like, let's... let's Let's wait till October or whenever, whenever it's on Apple, because I know my theater's not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Hopefully. You got Clerks 3. I did get Clerks 3. That was a good night. Yeah. Eric Rocket, who wants to talk about this trailer? I just feel like, fuck the trailer. <laughs> I just feel like, I just feel like it's Scorsese. Word. You don't even have to look at a trailer. People are going to go watch yeah. it. His, yeah, his that's why I, I didn't watch it. I don't need yeah. to. I, I, I seen the trailer once. That's it. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm sold. I'm in. The only thing is this is I got I'm probably going to have to eat two meals during the damn movie because it's like Fact. three and a half hours long. So it's like. And now you're in. But at the end of the day, when has he not put out something good? It's always. It's, it's kind of getting like Steven Spielberg or Christopher Nolan. Scorsese puts something out, it's going to get nominated. Yeah. Pretty much. Silence. Silence was mid. Uh, Silence was good, technically. Good mid. Nobody went and saw it, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I saw it with one dude. There was one other dude in the theater when I went and saw Silence. (laughs) And he looked like a film bro type. Like, I could tell. I was like, he's going to like talk about this on his youtube channel and this is a like he's not just like cats but ironically but is it he was is loud. it mid or is it mid or just good because everything he makes is usually great that when it's not great it seems silence, comparison silence was one of those movies to me where i was like that was phenomenal that was absolutely outstanding amazing filmmaking i it don't is. see watching it again but it was like unbelievable. I can't believe he made that. And then I was like, "But do I like want to watch it anytime soon?" Not really. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not really. Like Schindler's List. Holy shit! You You're right. Did. You made the greatest film probably of our time anybody's ever gonna make. I never want to see it again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. The mm. pianist, another example of that. Like, maybe you should yeah. watch. It. Holy shit! Wow. Please never show me that again. Yeah, I think it's just people <laughs> expected a certain type of movie after Wolf of Wall Street. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. it wasn't that, but I think it's still it's a good movie. It's nothing. I really want to do, like, I do like my director rankings. I really want to do Scorsese, but there's mm-hmm. some, there's some I haven't seen. There's some I haven't seen in forever that I couldn't like. I haven't seen New York, New York, and forever like i can't even i haven't seen the king of comedy in forever it's like i want to get king of comedy so good but like I, the king of comedy makes me angry because yeah, that i mean just tell. for how good how good robert de niro is that's what i mean he's just that character <laughs> like man like dude and rupert and personally okay. dealing with a stalker i'm like man he yeah, that that was a role for him. Let's look at the picture of you. <laughs> You're just like making this face. That's all there's. It makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, certain... Yeah, I want to do it so bad. Killers of the Flower Moon is going to yeah. be, you know, compromised. No, this is funny. I'm not going to say any names. Um, so Goodfellas, which many agree is one of the greatest movies of all time. All time. Uh, I use an example a lot. I used it on here, and um, when another person was on here, I was like, which movie do you want to watch right now? Goodfellas or Dances with Wolves? And, <laughs> and this person like, I know you want me to say Goodfellas, but I'm like, but what? <laughs> this is not as good a movie. It's right. not as, like, it's a good movie, despite right. all this. But it's not like, like, like flicking I, I, another example, flicking through the channels and you come across Goodfellas. You're probably going to leave it on the channel. Even yeah. if you want to sit down and watch it or just as background noise, you're probably going to put the remote down. Facts. You know, <laughs> Dances with Wolves is technically a good movie, but I don't see myself like, oh, snap. Damn, Dances with Wolves. Like, oh, you know, who who has that reaction? You know what I mean? Dad. Bro, that's like a dad movie. A24 groupies. <laughs> Like, oh shit, do I want Dances with Wolves or Goodfellas? Ah. I think a lot of his movies, though, it's about rewatchability, too. Like, yeah. let's take Steven Spielberg, for example. Most of his movies you could rewatch. I mean, like Nick says, Shinder's List. Yep, everybody got in the collection. Fantastic movie. I have it for the collection, not to rewatch. Yeah. With Scorsese, he has some phenomenal movies The Irishman, you know, Goodfellas. You know, his mobster movies are rewatchable, but then he has some other movies that are also fantastic that it's a one-time watch movie. It's, I think it's about how, I mean, he's a, one of the top directors in Hollywood, still doing it for over 30 years. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of people nowadays, it's what I rewatch this movie. It's about rewatchability. Goodfellas, you're right, Eric. You could turn on TV right now. If it's on, I'm just leaving it on. No questions asked. You know, where, you know, certain movies, it's like, oh, I remember this. I'm not in, you have to be in a mood to watch that specific movie. I just think of the Sopranos. It's like, Kundun. I liked it. Like, that's how it's at. Like, nobody's watching Kundun. No. Talks about it. I don't know if I've seen Kundun. No. I feel like I did watch it when I was like younger, but I don't talk about. It. I like it, it's not you know the Aviator or 
Everything he's done in like the last 20 years. Hugo, The Aviator, Wolf of Wall Street, Gangs of New York. Silent, I put Silence in there. I put Shutter Island in there. Like, they're all just, wow, you didn't miss one. Motherfucker, don't miss. <laughs> uh, was there any other trailers that dropped over the last couple weeks? Barbie came Barbie. out. Barbie. <laughs> Did I watch that? <laughs> it's pretty good trailer. It's just, I don't even as I, good as the other. Did I? I don't know. It's just one of those like like Rocket said. Like I'm sold. I don't need to see another yeah, trailer. Yeah. I'm a 37 yeah. year old man, and I'm going to watch Oppenheimer and Barbie in the same day. You're doing this. I have to. I might have to do Oppenheimer Thursday and Barbie Friday. I feel like Barbie is going to win that weekend. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I no, think Barbie, Nolan and Universal they, know that. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be one of those good weekends. That, like you used to get weekends where two movies would come out and just both do both well. Be bangers. Yeah. But he was eating. I want it to be that we don't have that anymore. At least since COVID, like we really. Like right now, you got Guardians of the Galaxy three, Fast X, and Little Mermaid are all playing at the same time. It's Memorial Day weekend. They should all be coming in like forty mil, and like they're not going to. Like no, one of them cool. is really well, and the other two are going to kind of flounder. No pun intended. <laughs> and I also, like if you if you see up. like both of those movies, you know, I'm going to go see both, but it's going to be more like Oppenheimer first, and then the palate cleanse is going to be Barbie. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's, it's, it, and the funny thing is, I can see Oppenheimer making money like how Dunkirk did. Another good movie. And it's going to make, I'm thinking, box office, like worldwide, maybe in that range, maybe slightly more. I hope so. Yeah, I sent that. I think I sent it to just Randy. I don't know if I put it in a group, like um, somebody. A quote by um, Killian Murphy saying, people are allowed to go see more than one movie the same weekend. First, first of all, I'm pretty sure that was in the group. Second of all, the quote was from Matt Damon because my reaction was Fortune Favors the Bold. I don't tell you Fortune Favors the Bold if Killian Murphy (laughs) said the shit. Yeah, we're going Matt Damon, that knucklehead. But yeah. (laughs) They're the same guy. They're not. But, but yeah, yeah, is there an official running time for Oppenheimer yet? It's, I've, I've heard it's no long. less than three hours. Mm. I think, yeah, he said kissing, that was his quote, it's kissing three hours. Wow. No tongue. It's an even three hours. It, they got it listed as three hours on the note. That's 180 minutes. That's not kissing three hours. That is three hours. Is that with credit? Right, I got the, the director's confirmation means Oppenheimer at least at least runs longer than two hours and forty nine minutes. Yeah, and this is Se- some intermissions in these movies. <laughs> Segue to another trailer that I think has dropped since the last episode. They're talking about how long the new Mission Impossible is. Mm-hmm. That that's the one. I knew there was it's another one. The longest trailer, or it's the longest of all of them, and it's only like. It's like less than three hours. It's like two hours and maybe like 40 minutes or something like that. Mm. That's going to be the, brisk, though, because you know that shit is going to be so action-packed. Yeah. yeah. Well, the but thing it, is this, from what I heard from what I heard and read, the movie is two hours and 36 minutes. That's yeah. not including credits. 
So with credits, it's probably like in the two forty five range. With this being a part one, right. there, there's a possible post credit scene. That's what I'm saying. Think of post credit scenes. I've been like when I was googling in the theater whether or not the little hmm. mer- a post credit scene. I was like, we've reached a weird place in culture where I'm like, hey. making. Like, Nick, what are they I'm gonna- there with you, Nick. I did the same thing. Yeah. I did the same thing. I didn't. Does Mario have a credit scene? God damn it, it does. As soon as I heard that music, I got up. I just wanted I mean, to make sure they ended just, it with the same music. <laughs> people are just programmed. Like, I think, um, Nick, you saw Sizu, right? I did. And when a movie went off, I'm like, I'm pretty certain this movie doesn't have a post credit sequence, but I'm like the only one getting up and people just still glued. I'm like, y'all know what you Y'all not just sitting here to read the credits. I'm pretty sure this movie does not have a... That, that seems like a pretty definite ending. I don't think... <laughs> Hypnotic. It's phenomenal. I heard the movie's phenomenal. It is. I recommend it. It's nice... Nice, short, and sweet, and to the point. It's, it's a hell of a movie. Well, I recommend we take our first break. Ooh. All right, so uh, for the next, I don't know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, I was thinking we could hit uh, Fast X, spoilers, and <laughs> weave in and out of the saga. But then what me and Eric, I don't know if I put it in the group. I don't know if... Uh, I think I hit Nick because Rocket hadn't seen it yet. Have you seen it now? What, Fast X? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I know I hit Eric and I hit Nick one-on-one. And we was talking about, like, the group chat bingo card. Like, it's it's crazy how entertaining I feel like this franchise still is, but how predictable it is. And it, like, kind of doesn't matter because I still not necessarily feel like the movies are good, but they're mad entertaining. Like, I think... <coughs> I think we said that there was going to be a Fast Five retcon to fit Jason Momoa into the plot. And that was the first thing we saw. Yep. Um, the Rock was in the mid credit scene. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot was in at the very end. Charlize Theron is basically family now. Um, <laughs> what, what else did we guess that happened? Nobody died? Not no. Or truly. No stays dead? Like no John one stays Cena? dead. John Cena's still John alive. Cena will be back. Man. <laughs> John Cena will either Man. be in 11 or 12. And that was probably like the most brutal death in the franchise. Yeah, no, he's alive. And that's the sad thing is like, you know, they're trying to hit you with emotional points in those movies. And I'm like, he's alive. Yes. And then just like, take like, it nobody away. Nobody believes it anymore. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's no stakes. No. It's, it's, it's yeah. Because the Han thing... Oh, man, see- that pissed me off. I- I'd see him die two different times. We thought he died one way, and then we, oh, he died a different way. And then it turns out he wasn't dead at all. And I was like, oh. Yeah. We can do everybody. That's part of why F9 is is my least favorite, because <clears throat> the, the, Jason Statham being responsible for Han was, like, so, like, crazy. Like, yeah. Statham being Luke Evans' brother, like, that was peak Fast Saga. And... And then, oh, he wasn't really dead. Kurt Russell was in the mix the whole time. And no, dude. <laughs> no. They that was they needed to retcon. It was like Jason Statham coming in as the bad guy. 
and they were like, well, he was great. We have to put him in eight and we have to make him part of the team. And it's got to all be like they're reluctant. Then that worked. And they were like, well, then we got to give him the spinoff with the rock. And it was just kind of like this motherfucker killed Han. Like we're not freaking like, yeah, this yeah. Want to love him. It's fun. It was fun seeing him work with the team in eight. But like Oops. he's not. And like, they're probably going to do something like that with Charlize Theron. If I had to yeah. guess. Like, they're going to get on that submarine, and she's going to be like, guess who else is here? And then it's like Dom's ex. Like, no, oh, no, I- bro. They're going to get in the They're gonna get in the submarine, and all of a sudden, Cole Hauser from Too Fast is going to be in that motherfucker. Who's that? I'm waiting for that. He's like, hey, you. I'll have you my well cutter back. back. Eva Mendez, too. Shit. Bring them all back. They need to bring Eva Mendez back. For sure. The Fast and Furious women movie. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like you put all of them in there, and I'm there. Yeah, I mean that's what's teeing up at the end of Fast X. I mean that has to be two hot women walking through the snow. They're like, "What's that? A hot woman?" And it's just like got go, and it's like surprise. Save, yeah, they're gonna go save the day. Like I don't know, like <laughs> the day. like Roman and everybody are in the plane, and the plane got <laughs> oh, they're gonna catch it oh, the bro. that's that's how Fast X Part Two or Fast Eleven unfast ten year seatbelts, whatever we're gonna call eleven, is gonna show that plane rubble. Tyrese, Ludacris, Nathalie, Manuel, they're just gonna, they're just gonna get up. Oh, no big deal. My ass is in fuego. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I like Ludacris. I like Tyrese. Luda, but they gotta. I know that they're for comedy relief, but it's getting old real fast. The scene lines over and over think... and over. Like they to got, me... they got to do something different. They got to mix that up somehow. I don't know. Like to me, that's what something that they're doing right is like they created like the team dynamic, and there's really nobody that you want to see. It's like, oh, who's like the red shirt of the team? Like who's gonna die? And it's like, I don't. Nobody like that would be weird. Nobody's gonna die. Well, technically, he's just like his location is unknown. Technically, nobody's not dead. You should call yeah. it Fast Eleven Nine Lives because everybody has nine lives in this damn series. So, hmm. Brie, Brie, Brie Larson being his daughter would have said, "Yeah, my dad's dead." Mm-hmm. Hey, like, what's up with that? Like, is Kurt Russell like busy? Like, why? why just like <laughs> I no, see Santa Claus Three. <laughs> Swear. Stand- Scheduling conflicts. Mm. Too busy hanging yeah. out with Goldie Hawn. Yeah. But she would have to be in the woman movie. Like, honestly, yeah. You get the team. Everybody's like, oh, great. Here we go. Woke, Fast, and Furious. I'm like, no. Like, a movie with all the women from the Fast and Furious movies? Like, I, Didn't Michelle Rodriguez say that she don't want to do it? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm sick of all these Marvel movies while I'm promoting... Fast and the Furious Part Ten, Part One. Facts. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Yeah, and also trying to kick off another franchise with a famous board game. Yeah, which what's not gonna happen. But um, what? I, this lineup could hypothetically be Georgiana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, Gal Gadot, Nathalie Emanuel, Charlize Theron, Ratcatcher. I don't know how to pronounce her name from. That was just in ten. They they could Brie bring Larson. 
they could bring back Dom's baby mama because you know nobody dies in this franchise. Nope. Uh, which is her sister. Yep. Um, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Uh, Isaac Gonzalez, Vanessa Shaw, Eva yes. Mendez. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, like, why wouldn't she have been in this? Like, she should be in the next movie. Yeah. That's always, like, put Helen Mirren in there. Helen put, Mirren. Be on the, yeah. I think, like, it should just be Helen Mirren like this. <laughs> Man, now, you know something, I'm, stop me if y'all talked about it already. And stop. Don't. <laughs> So we understand why, what the actual reason is, which I go back to part seven and say, um, I don't know, it's it's real tricky. I'm sure they had these conversations in the room when Paul Walker passed away. But given what they presented to us, even in part seven, um, if it was part seven, when uh, Mia was talking about what Brian said about missing missing the bullets, like I don't miss the women, I don't miss this, I miss the bullets. And then yep. in part eight and nine and ten, like, oh, oh Brian and Brian and Dow, they're safe. They're, yeah. you know, Brian, as we know him, would be diving headfirst into the action. Absolutely. And it's it's weird. It's bizarre. And the, the part ten opened up with the dinner and they mentioned him. But he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a we understand why. But that's why I think they should have sent them. Yeah, and it's. Everything they're doing with it is odd because it's like, yes. okay, like Dom will go into the garage. There will be pictures on the wall of like movie stills. Like, yes. <laughs> yep. It's like, that's the DVD cover for Furious 7. That's not. <laughs> was like, guys, smile. Like, they're like looking at, you know, it's a picture of them staking out the bank vault in five. It's like, oh, classic us. And he's looking and he's like, touching. <laughs> <laughs> The like piano starts playing the song, and he's just like, "I miss my my." And then it's like the next line is like, "Don't worry, Brian's in an undisclosed location. But there's a terrorist nuke on the way to the Vatican." And it's just like, "Okay, Brian's safe. Let's get it." It's like yeah. everything they made with it is weird. Yo, I'm like, curious if they presented the million dollar question, Nick. Yeah, what's who that? Took those, who took those pictures? <laughs> Like there's nobody. That's what like, I asked myself. I'm like, oh. But what I'm tripping on. Nine ended, and they all but say Brian's on his way to this dinner, right? No, they showed yeah, the car pull up. I know they showed yeah, the car yeah, pull, the pull up. up. Yeah. And then when when they're doing their thing, like Jason Momoa sets up Tyrese, and they're doing their thing in Rome or whatever, and John oh. Cena shows up in the tag gear. There, Jordan. This is at Jordana Brewster's house, right? Brian, like mm. Dom's son, nah. is this a no? Dom? It's at no. Dom's house. At the Dom's house, yeah. Okay. Watching the yeah. so yeah. that it's, that that house just got got fucked up again. Great. Like after they well. just rebuilt it, that that because <laughs> I in the theater I processed it like they're at Jordana Brewster's house. How are they doing this? Like is 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 it Brian just at the grocery? Is he just yeah, like, like Brian? taking out all these did he just pick up like a nine to five and he's like at a library or some shit that i feel like and i can't remember because it's been like two weeks now but like i didn't they say like did brian like start 
being a cop again or something? Or like, did he start doing something again? I don't remember. Like a, I feel like they said it like offhand. I just I know that John Cena I, did his WWE finishing move through the second floor. <laughs> like the floor. Yeah. It's just like like when a wrestler becomes a, mo- a, a movie star, like they have to hit their finisher in one of the movies. Like The Rock did the rock bottom in like the rundown or some shit, and John Cena finally hit yeah. his finisher. Now, and like I said, I'm sure a lot of these conversations were had in that board meeting, um, deciding what they were going to do moving forward um, from Paul Walker's death. But they and, haven't yet. Yeah, and just like um, with Wakanda Forever, um, Chadwick's brother at least said he wouldn't have minded, Chadwick wouldn't have minded if he was recast, according to Chadwick's brother. But I'm sure they had to at least brought it up casually. Like, what if we cast, recast Paul Walker, even with his own, one of his own brothers? Because the exactly. one who looks like him the most is Cody. I don't know how good of an actor he is. But they had to make a hard decision, like, Nick says it's I. Y'all got to make a hard decision. I think Vin Diesel just put his producer hat on like he did with The Rock and was just like, no. Yeah, we understand you want to pay pay tribute to him. We understand that. That's why they played the Wiz Khalifa song. Yeah, it is. I saw the (laughs) F9 trailer the other day from like three years ago. It came up on my Instagram thing and I was like, (laughs) it's like that trailer starts with it. Real slow. Algorithm is for a mile at a time, but now everything's changed. And it's just playing that song. And he's like looking at a picture. And I'm like, dude, you lost. No, nobody died. Your family's fine. Everybody's fine after yes, what? And it's it started right. That's just the thing. And but um, now when I when I stop me if y'all talked about this. So um, did we talk about? Jason Momoa's performance. Phenomenal. I kind of loved it. Phenomenal. So he was a little description. too cartoony, but he brought the fun element. But you know what? Oh, yeah. um, about that, my my description of it, my opinion is he's the only one who knows what movie exactly. He's in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. He was having fun. Yeah, he knew. He's like, dude, this is the tenth movie in the franchise. Like, I'm I'm clowning. Yeah, and it works, and like, man, you ain't got to be the super serious and um, mustache twirling, pinky to the mouth. Death isn't necessary when suffering is owed. We haven't had, like, a mustache twirling, like, bad guy in Fast and Furious movies. Like, everyone else is usually, like, super serious. Or, like, like Luke Evans, like, of course this dude is not fighting Vin Diesel, but, like, he's, like, (laughs) terrible. And it's, like, this... It was just kind of like, <laughs> gonna blow up the thatch again. And it's like, <laughs> really? Okay. Like, it was fun. But, like, Eric, to your point, too, about Paul Walker, the what they're doing with this franchise, it seems like they're going to paint themselves in a corner where yeah, they've already joined. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they're going to have to bring him back regardless because it's going to now get to a point where if they don't, None of this is going to make any sense, mm-hmm. you know, and I and I read an article that, you know, the Walker family is trying to they already OK if they brought his character, Brian, back and maybe they do something what they did in Fast 7. Like you said, I don't know how good Cody Walker is as an, is, as actor, an actor, yeah. 
So that's going to play a big part. But I mean, the Walker family is all in for him, his character at least, coming back. Now, if they do it, I could see maybe they bring it back for the very, very final Fast movie, whether it's the next one or if they make this into a trilogy. How? I don't know. Oh, they'll find <laughs> a way. Know, yeah, true. But whether it's Fast 11 or, say, let's say Fast 12, it's going to be or Fast probably 20. For, the, what, for the very final oh. Fast movie. Fast 20, we're still gonna, making money. That's going to take a lot, lot of work to do. I'm so conflicted with that, like, especially in, like, the state where we are with, like, AI and all that stuff. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like, man, it's like, it would have to be something like, you know, like Ghostbusters did with Harold Ramis. Even I thought that was a little too much. Like, I was like, dude, he's on screen for a long time, and he has been dead for almost yeah. like, but he didn't talk, he didn't do anything. Yeah, That's they the hung thing. with it probably, like, 30 seconds yeah. too long. Yeah, but I was like, man, he's he's in this movie a lot. But then I, some Ghostbusters I saw were like crying and freaking out, like they thought it was amazing. And like you know, like Rogue One, like it was cool when like Grand Moff Tarkin was in it. But at that time, we didn't get a lot of stuff like that. So it was it was like, wow, how'd they do that? Didn't matter if it looked kind of shitty. It was like, whoa, <laughs> crap! Like that's all. <laughs> like now it's like you're doing it with it's like, are we really gonna do that with like Paul Walker? And that's like, the maybe, thing is, we if, if we do with Paul Walker. It's gonna be a whole entire. He's gonna be a be a big part of this yeah. movie. It was a big, not to did It was bigger. You know him dying the way he did when he oh. did was such a like. I don't know. It was such a big deal that it was. It was immediately like you can't just like put somebody else in these movies like that. Was like you, you know, that's that's weird. Like you get so like to do it now. With I just think, unless it was just him sitting at the table real quick or something like that. Like you couldn't do like a fast like Avengers Assemble where everybody from every movie comes out yeah. and then like let's do right. it. Like I don't want that. Like, but I you know what? Even at this point, like um, Rocket was saying, painting himself into a corner. Like all of a sudden, like you know, you you'll be saying in the, if they did if they did this, he comes back for like eleven or twelve. It would probably be twelve at this point if they make. Mm-hmm. They need- and you'll be like, um, like, man, you would want to be in the heads of one of the characters, like, where the hell you been, Brian? <laughs> from, yeah. from within the movie, of course. That yeah. was obviously your Tyrese voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though, too, is like, is, is like you want Brian, you know, their son, and, you know, Mia to be safe. But yet, Jordanian Brewster's in the last two movies, like, yeah, she the in the shit. On? Carol, half of the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, like fuck this. Like, I she wasn't, in, and she was like, "Wait, I'm missing out on the bag just because, like, you know, Paul Walker died." Like, no, fuck this. Right. Like, because wasn't in, she this, not in one of them? She wasn't an eight, right? Eight. Neither no. of them were. And then Raven no, like she was in an eight. Yeah, they're like, no, Brian and Mia can't fall to this. Yeah. <laughs> my my theory is this: is in ten when Mia left the house and jumped in the car and get away my next thing is he went to brian and i bet you if the next one is the last one fu manchu is coming back that's all i know so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know they've got one more like they've been talking about like doing making it a trilogy oh please or they've got one more in (laughs) them 
that I'm that like, cool. I'm like, yeah. let's like let's finish what you do. All these cliffhangers, <laughs> literally cliffhanger. He like drove the car off the stand. <laughs> <laughs> Like let's finish the Yo, with his kid in that motherfucker though. Yo, like yeah. his kid did like the suicide dive from car to car and shit. And he yeah. basically like drove down like the Grand Canyon or whatever the fuck it was. I know they was in another country, but yeah. <laughs> like bro, your kid is in on the mission now. Yeah. Like and Vin Diesel just doesn't like it's like he looked up the plane full of his friends just got blown out of the sky. He found out the cop he's been working with, this bad guy. He's like, I took everything from you. Yeah. Like, you didn't take you my didn't car. Take my car. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed Randy. No, go ahead. <laughs> it was like, that's it? Yeah. And, um, and one thing that I... I one thing, so spoilers. We talking spoilers, right? Yeah, for sure. So right. through the through the whole movie, like the race, um, let's um, race. Jason Jason Momoa was using um, those little like bombs, right? Yeah, that yeah. like slide under the cars. He used that twice during the race, during the chase scene at the beginning, and then at the end they had the bigger versions of them, right? Yeah, they were because they were on the dam. I'm yeah. like, man, who the hell? How the hell they get those big ass? They look kind of cartoonish, snap phony but just like how big they were no they look fun but that's the thing though too is is in this movie that uh, too many things are too coincidental in a sense of how did you know Vin Diesel was going to end up on that spot and you knew he was going to ride off in the like like don't let any social worker in America see this movie they're going to (laughs) be for kids rights and all that but at the end of the day it's like how did you know he was going to do that? And then to put the bombs there, like some of the stuff I understand. Cause he told you gotta him. suspend this belief, but sometimes well, yeah. I feel like they go too much over the top. Now I still think this is better than nine for sure. Yeah. The, the, the car scenes, the fighting, the fighting was phenomenal. But at the end of the day, it's like the dialogue. That's something I would write. I mean, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's like, it's, you know, this, these movies, Ain't gonna win Oscars. You gotta turn off your brain and just like Randy said, enjoy it for the entertainment. I enjoy it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, it's sometimes there has to be some verisimilitude in the sense of get something that's it, this is already over the top, but like yeah. rein it in a little bit more. I mean, we were joking before the last movie that what they're gonna do next, going to space. So after yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, but um, that was I saying. Nine. So. Um, big boy, what's his name? Jack Reacher, the actor. Alan Richson. Alan Richson, yeah. So I think I messaged Randy on this one. Like, um, they better have him and The Rock fight. Yeah. It, it looked like great value rock. He was like, diet. <laughs> Yo, but like, <laughs> the, rock. that was like the best part of the writing to me. Like, I never expected him to flip. I never, like, no, actually, I take that back. There was one point. When when they finally apprehended Dom, and they had him in the back of the truck, I was like, "Dude, Alan Richardson is dirty." I just said to myself, "Like Alan Richardson is dirty," and it still took like another half hour, forty five minutes, to officially confirm it. Yeah, but I don't know the way that they the way it played out. Like I liked it. Yeah, but I give them I give them credit on actually doing um, the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah you know um, 
Because I don't know, did they actually even start shooting the next movie? Because that's kind of ballsy. I think they like right after it came out, they just confirmed that Leterrier was coming back. So probably not. Yeah, yeah. for eleven. But hey, but did we speak? We were talking earlier Justin about Lin was coming back too. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, Justin Lin was just no. over Vin Diesel's shit. Yeah, you could tell in that that little that infamous clip. And yeah, that he's just like man. But uh, now, what was it? Um. Oh, I forgot. No, what Nick said about him. <laughs> like, we just, like, predicted every freaking thing. But one thing specifically, um, if y'all talked about it already, The Rock. And I think Nick was talking about his little so-called Southern-esque accent. You some bitch. And he brought that back. I'm like, damn, he, he said that hard. Like, some bitch. <laughs> he hung on it like, damn. <laughs> hey, when when... When when Black Adam doesn't do the numbers you expect and and DC changes the locks, you gotta swallow and your I'm pride. I'm curious about that timeline. You gotta swallow your pride. I I guarantee uh-huh. he filmed that shit earlier this spring. Yeah, you think before Black Adam did what he did? He, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm yeah, is. Well, I'm glad. Because when was it? Like this time last year, Vin Diesel was basically sucking him off. Dwayne, come back. The family needs you. Yeah, he put you. It over social media. So uh-huh. yeah. And so I'm then, curious. Uh, having it either like he was like i saw the, he was like laughing like vin diesel said something about like how much control he has on set near he was say he was like i don't look at myself as being fellini-esque is like what he said <laughs> yeah i saw that vin diesel was rock, wild rock was laughing at that shit like he was like yeah he's fellini-esque and then he was like i i, I wish them luck in all the fast and furious movies that they're gonna do in the future all of which will be without me or something like yeah. that and i was like damn that was yeah. like a year. Yeah, yeah. That was like promoting Black Adam. And I guess it's just an opinion at this point. It's but hell, nice. we can talk about it. It's it's the podcast. Um, you think it was money or genuinely they, you know, um, they squashed the beef or combo? I, I do. It, it's hard telling because everything you've heard about the rock behind the scenes on these DC movies, he was kind of on his Vin Diesel shit. Yeah, that the irony of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, at this point, I'm like, is there Vin Diesel shit? Because, like, there was, I mean, I, there's Vin Diesel shit. The way Justin Lin was <laughs> It was like, The Rock uh, making fake. And and everybody kind of assumed at the time, they're like, oh, Vin Diesel must be a real diva. Oh, Vin yeah. Diesel, real hard to work with. And, like, you look at, like, that, and they made Hobbs and Shaw, and none of those cast members wanted them to make Hobbs and Shaw. No. <laughs> yeah. Then F9 got pushed again, and it's like, oh, well, at least we got Hobson. Then he goes right. and does kind of the same thing. Like, you've got Zachary Levi and all these people like, oh, yeah, he uh, yeah. doing what we were going to do with Shazam, Theory of the Gods. Uh-huh. It's and, probably just, it's somewhere probably, like, you got two big egos. and yeah, That's just, exactly it. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere in the middle like that because both egos, both alphas, both got to have their punch count so they can't look like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. that's thing is this because, like, I want to see John Wick fall down eighty flights of stairs. I don't want to see him not. <laughs> it's like John McClane walks out of Die Hard looking like absolute shit. <laughs> like he looks, uh, <laughs> and they hug and they. Cry. I'm like, that's what makes the movie better. I don't yeah. want Dom not having a scratch on him. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I read an article, Hollywood Reporter, said it came out May 19th. Luis Leteria, basically, he reached out to Dwayne Johnson after the movie was made, and he had a bunch of ideas. That's how he lured him, and he says he wants him to be in it. Ooh. Um, he wanted him, like, to be his character to come back. I think they filmed that after the movie, because, like, um, he said he had ideas of where he wanted this character to go. That's how he brought Gal Gadot in it as well. Right. So he reached. He's the one that reached out to both. So of after them. principal photography, you think they yeah. shot that? Yeah. But it's yeah. like. So. What's up, Rocket? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, like Jason Statham basically had his extended cameo goes off into parts unknown. The Rock gets the, the <laughs> mysterious Dante phone call. They kind of set up Hobbs and Shaw too, if they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I gotta know who that voice is. That 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 that's, that's what I wanted to touch that's on Keanu too. Keanu Reeves. That's supposed to be Keanu Reeves. But Alan Richardson said that he took over that role. Yeah. But he's he he's he's the voice at the end of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, but he's all like so he been running ever since Kurt Russell disappeared. He been running the agency and all of this shit. Working for the Jason Momoa character the whole time, they could man, they could do some dope shit. They can. They have so, to yeah. do it. I think there were some punches pulled with Fast X. I think you know, little nobody, Scott Eastwood, <laughs> died in this movie. Yeah, I you know, it was enough to have him come back, and it's like okay, I still don't understand where Kurt Russell is, but it was like okay, he's back. Then he was driving with them, and they put the bomb, and he did the boom, and the bomb led, and then he, like, jumped out. I was like, why'd you have him jump out? Is he going to have a huge part in 11? No. Like, it's like he could have died, and it would have been like, oh, this guy's not fucking around. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, I'm not saying I wanted Brie Larson to die. I think it makes very little sense, like, that she got shot on the bridge, and he was standing over her, and I was like, oh, he's going to kill her. Like, he just didn't. It's like, thank you. (laughs) Away. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> killed her. You know, he killed the dude in Cuba or Brazil, not Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when Tom went back, killed that guy. He was a having a Manny Petty party with them corpses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that scene was so weird. Random like, cops. Yeah. I think there could have been more like maliciousness from I Jason Momoa. That was just that was the scene where the the crowd is supposed to like, mm. oh, he's crazy. This guy's unhinged. <laughs> I, you know what an opportunity they missed? It was a little too ahead. goofy. A little bit like I I liked the goofiness. I think they could have offset it just a little bit with like like a little more like serious. Like when he first came into like Charlize's thing. Yeah. Kind of badass, like he was like mad. Yeah. He's kind of scary. I think they could have, de- and then they didn't do that again. And the rest of them, every time he showed up, he was like, "Oh, dummy, dummy." I was like, "Why do you talk like this?" <laughs> or, talk like that. The, That's the, a good point. The one line yeah. I needed with those corpses was, "I'm glad you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> hey, bro, it's Fast X, the new Joker you know brand. The dude, I get a green the dude, um, again. And again. Yeah. So which movie was so doing in? He was in um, the guy that got blown up by Jason Momoa in the race. Five. He was in five. Duh. Yeah. Five. They this missed is. an opportunity because there's no, I'm like, oh, hey, it's that guy from five. 
no really emotional. I think they should have brought back Hector so, for that part. Him. Yeah, that would have been good. But Hector's you know from what? L.A., though. He's, he's not from... <laughs> he wasn't in Brazil. Yeah. This is Brazil. <laughs> Oh, that that would have been that would have been too far fetched to bring Hector. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh F- flashbacks for all that we could have brought back <laughs> Cardi B or Iggy Azalea. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, Cardi B. What was her? Who was she? Oh, she was just in the Trash. stupid armored car in nine. Yeah, they were part of something. Whatever. <laughs> oh no! But that's my thing. Like. Eric said, I agree. They could have brought Hector back. You're telling me they're recording debts and they don't, from flying to Brazil to all these, they couldn't use freaking fly miles just to fly that guy in? <laughs> I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, if you think about it, you have, starting in Fast, Fast and Furious, you got Grease Monkey Mechanics racing cars. Great. Now they're world espionage spy trained killers. How? Did they get any training? No idea. And... You got Vin Diesel knowing everybody in every part of the world. How, how, else, do you, how else do you clear your it, record? It really oh, makes no You go back and watch Too Fast. Uh, Ludacris is basically like, he like runs, you know, all the like underground racing and all that stuff. He basically collects all the money and organizes mm-hmm. yeah, that's, and... that's it. He's got that little mechanic dude with him, like the like Asian guy. His name is MCG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tej, you're about to lose your garage. He like <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff, like everything in that movie. Like they ask him all the questions. He's like, oh, I haven't seen that in forever. I'd have to look into the black market. Blah 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 blah. It's like, why wouldn't they have called him instead of Ludic to be like the tech guy, like? Like it makes no sense. I know yeah, they, just, they just plug that in. Like Jin, Jin got guy. to be Jin got to be so salty. How like yeah. how, how the Asian influence kind of took over the series when Justin Lin came on, and he ain't get no call. Like, what the fuck, man? So you even called <laughs> from Vince. Like Vince even got to be in five. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, so either eleven or twelve definitely is bringing back Chad Lindbergh, and they did it in nine too. Oh, like so. none of those Tokyo Drift guys were rocket scientists. None of them were scholars. Little like, Bow Wow apparently cool. is, but like all of a sudden they were like, "We've been working on this for years." And it's like, how long could it have been? Because timeline wise, maybe a couple of years ago, you were in Tokyo. Facing off against the Drift King to become the new Drift King and culturally appropriate the whole thing. <laughs> and like now you're just putting rockets like this is your new venture? That doesn't make any sense. Also, they need to be in the next one also. Like all of those guys. Yeah. Something else I liked about Nine. I was like, I love that they brought them back for no reason other than like we need somebody that we know to be these characters. They got to bring back Sonny Chiba one time. Mm. Yeah, that was, oh boy, but <laughs> all right. Man, we're bringing back Brian. I feel like we we gonna we gonna cap this off. I feel like yeah. we uh, kind of ragged on this movie the whole time, but I swear I enjoyed it. I yeah. same here, same here. Seven through ten, I think I've given like the same 
rating for everything. Like, they're all about as good as one another to me. Yeah. Until one of them is god-awful, like, I'll go see him. Like, nine? Uh, but yep. <laughs> we gonna come back. We gonna come back and do a hard swerve. So, uh, be be ready for that. All right, so, uh, as I said, hard swerve from family to Disney live action reimaginings. Rocket, did you see uh, The Little Mermaid? Yes, I did. What you think? It was good. It was good. I don't think it was like I think there was other be- uh, live action Disney movies better, but overall it was pretty solid. I think it was a little too long, but it was good. And Nick thinks it's the best live action remake Disney's ever done. Nick has no sound. Sweet. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I like I like I have 20 movies on my list of Disney live action remakes. But like mm-hmm. I'm I'm counting like Christopher Robin, which is technically a sort of sequel. Cruella is like a sort of prequel. So like, but it's like they're doing their thing and it's it's in the family to pun back to Fast and Furious. So I have the Little Mermaid 10th out of everything they've done. My thing is this, first of all, Christopher Robin, I'm not a big character. I didn't grow up on Winnie the Pooh and all Dude, that stuff. I love Christopher that movie's that movie's awesome. I Man, love that Christopher movie's Robin. Good. That movie's really good. Cruella's up there. See, to me, I think my top five live action, and this is just top five. I haven't done like six through ten. I think Cinderella's up there. I got Beauty and the Beast up there. Aladdin. I'll throw in, and I, I like I said, I ain't even included Cruella. Now, after that, I would have to say Jungle Book as five. But that's what started off all the live action stuff. And at that time, I mean, yeah. it was phenomenal. You know, I go between that and Lion King, but Lion King to me was shot for shot of the same of the animated movie. So I mean, but either or, but Little Mermaid is definitely in my top ten. Yeah, I think my uh, top five. I got Beauty and the Beast, Jungle Book, Christopher Robin, Cruella, Aladdin. Six through ten, I got uh, Little Mermaid. For whatever reason, I really liked Lady and the Tramp. I don't know if it's like they put a... That movie's underrated. I don't know if they put like a theatrical budget into a streaming movie, but it just stands out. And then Cinderella, Maleficent, Little Mermaid. The funny thing is this is, we think about Lady and the Tramp as, well, if it would have went in in theaters, it wouldn't have made as much money because we already mentally are thinking, yeah, it's for Disney+. Plus." But I got a feeling if they would have released that theatrically, I think it would have done pretty well. Yeah. Uh I think Nick's gonna try to plug back in. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, like I thought it's 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 crazy. It's like it's a sign of like age, you know what I'm saying? Uh everything that they redid, I felt like it worked. Beat for beat, every song, every recreated scene that they did, I feel like they uh they nailed it. But it's mm-hmm. like, when they were doing new shit, if it was new songs, if it was new scenes to get them to that two hours, 
I just kind of wasn't interested. Yeah, I mean, there was what three? Was it two or three new songs? I think it was well, three. She, she did two in her head when she wasn't supposed to have a voice. Yeah, Eric had his own song, and then um, yep. Scuttle and Sebastian had that 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 rap. Rap. That shit was so fire. See, it, I, see, the funny thing is, is like the song with Eric was eh. Yeah. But if, if you think about it, say they say you did. Say, let's say for all sakes, three songs. Let's say it was four. If they're two minutes each, two to three, that's eight to 12 extra minutes. Yeah. That they could have, you know, they could have added one or two, like in Aladdin, you know, there was that one extra song. She sang part parts of that song twice in the movie, but the way it was implemented worked. And it didn't stretch anything out. No, but I mean, like, within the time frame. Like, it didn't extend the movie as much oh, yeah. a ton or not. Within the time frame, I just feel like these extra songs, A, they're not memorable. Besides no. the Aquafina and uh, Sebastian, you know, with uh, David Diggs and Aquafina. That hey, and I, I guarantee cool. Aquafina wrote those lyrics. You know, but overall, I mean, the movie was solid. Halle Bailey, that girl could sing. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I like. I was not up on you. What's that Shaq gif? I was unaware of your game. I did not know she could pipe like that. She can sing, and her acting, she was solid. Um, I yeah. think she's gonna get better. She's a star on the rise. Like she, her new movie is The Color Purple. Yeah, that's the next one that she's in. So I want to see what's up with that. But overall, like I said, I gave it a, like a seven and a half out of ten. That's Am I on? Is it working? Can you hear us? Can yeah. you hear us? Okay. Because nah. I, I, I seven and a half. Th- I went three and a half out of five, so I was probably around that same. Yeah. Okay. I get four. I think my four is a touch generous, but I just thought it was one of the better live action Disney remakes in terms of just how much I enjoyed it. I don't know if I've looked at your list yet. Would you put it on your overall like Disney? Like, yeah, because there's really it's like Jungle Book, Cinderella, this, and Aladdin. I think are the two, like the two, the four that I have like the highest rated. Then most of the other ones are either like three and a half or threes. Like I'm like, oh, that was fun. That was good. Oh, that was that was pretty good. Number that three. But I wanted to rewatch more before this, and I just didn't really have time. Yeah, I wanted to too, and just couldn't make it work. Like, I didn't know, like, Nick, you, like, like, what you were saying, I mean, Randy, I didn't realize there was 20 live action ones. I forget, like, the 1990-something Jungle Book. I was about to say, Nick's got 21 on his list. That. Yeah, That's, so it's like... I'm on, my list is only missing that 90s Jungle Book. I loved the 90s one as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's weird, though, because it's not, like, a direct remake of the Jungle Book. He's, like, an adult. But it's good. I always liked it. Jason Scott Lee a- covering Bruce Lee to Mowgli. No. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. For the Pinocchio one. Which one is the live action for Disney? Is that the Tom Hanks one or the... It is the Tom Hanks Everybody one, was it? bashing that movie and I wanted to love it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, so this is why nobody likes I did, it. I, didn't I haven't seen it yet. Watch it because I'm like, what did I miss? I didn't like love it, but I was like, wait, what did I miss that like everyone thought this was like the shittiest movie? 
Because like I didn't think it was shitty. I just thought it like wasn't one of the best. Like yeah. you know, it could have. But I didn't think it was shitty. I remember back in when they used to do the Wonderful World of Disney on ABC, mm-hmm. and they yeah. and they had Brandy Cinderella, and they had Geppetto with Drew Carey played Geppetto, and like Julia Louis Dreyfus was the fairy. I remember that like it was yesterday. I remember thinking it was good. This sounds like you're making this up on the spot. (laughs) Nope. It's true. (laughs) I feel like Usher was in it, if I'm not mistaken. We need to Google it. He was like one of, like working at the bad boys, the bad boys club. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) Like the bad boys like place where the kids went. With with JoJo. Like it was like a whole thing. But I remember it. But I don't count those. I feel like we have to draw a line somewhere. Those weren't in yeah. theaters. So, did you get the scuttlebutt? I did receive the scuttlebutt. Again, that's another thing that's like, I don't know if I loved that song. I thought it was fine. It made sense. That, but, like, people are sharing those clips, like, out of context with the movie. Yeah. And they haven't even seen it. They're like, yeah, I'm not seeing this trash. And it's just, like, scuttle doing the wah, wah, like doing like the rapping dude I, I don't know what it is like i used to be so irritated by aquafina like everything she did used to annoy the fuck out of me i don't know if it's like i've accepted her now that she's like a part of the mcu but it's i swear I since, since shang chi like she's been killing it and it was like she's, that year like right yeah. in the last dragon i wasn't big on her character and then she come out in shang chi and was like yeah she was dope i liked her scuttle i'm not gonna like she did. got laughed out of me, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though she could the... fly underwater, she does it in one scene, in like <laughs> one, and everybody's freaking out. Like, oh yeah, the movie about mermaids is just. I'm so expected to believe that the fit the bird can swim, and it's like, yes, I expect you to believe that for an hour and a half. You stupid fuck! Like what? Like that? <laughs> you found the reason. It's like what? I need another reason to boycott this movie. Oh, because really? like I can't. Racist. Yeah, like ra- racists are going to fine tooth comb this movie, so yeah. it, it's either going to be. I don't even know. The the with the fish looked too real. It didn't look like the animation. Bitching about Sebastian showing the side by side, and they were like, he was a lobster in the first one, obviously. And somebody's like, his name was Sebastian the crab. Like you stupid fuck. Like he's a crab. Sebastian was like- my favorite part. Yeah. He was- like Davy Diggs stole the show yeah, as Sebastian. Really? Oh, absolutely. I didn't have a problem with any of the casting. No. Some that you know, I compare this to the Cinderella, where it's like a lot of the old Disney movies, the princes were nobody. Like they were just dudes. And Little Mermaid included, like Eric was just kind of a guy. He looked a little different than the average prince, but like he was just kind of a guy. His backstory and was kind of dope. Yeah, like I thought the dude that played Eric in this was kind of perfect casting. <laughs> I didn't know him from anything. Nah. I even like Googled him and I was like, I don't recognize him from anything. But I thought he was very good and they had really good chemistry. What uh, To me, I kind of liked the movie more when she got out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. Because there were parts, you know, the underwater scenes were really nice to look at. But there were parts specifically with Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Yeah. That were so, I thought her performance was fine. I thought, I was like, oh, well, Avi, perfect casting. But there were so much, pretty much everything involving her was so 
CGI overload to yeah. me. That it was like it was like too much. Like it looked like she was just like she was not playing Ursula. Like I was like, and she'd be talking to Ariel, and I was like, those two actors are not interacting with one another. Those two actors did not meet making the film. Like it just looked like they they were not even in the same thing. And it was so much that by the time she got out of the water, it was kind of like, okay, okay, now we can let the story kind of take, you know, take hold and we can actually watch it instead of it being like just this nonstop. And I know people say that about Marvel movies. I feel like Quantum Mania had that in a lot of things. Like, oh my God, there's so much happening. But it doesn't always have that. You see the Hulk and you're not just like, yeah. oh God, it's like a character and there were parts of ursula where i was like she doesn't really look like a character she looks like this giant cgi thing that is just in the every frame right during this what's what's the poor unfortunate souls is there yeah too much tentacle yeah she was all the tentacle there's people bitching about that uh, she's an octopus in this one but she was a squid in the first one i'm like where was that established <laughs> yeah like what? Like yep. the th- like, count. I thought I thought Eric's backstory was dope, and yes. then you got the the Ursula Trident backstory, and it's cool. Yeah, I was like, do I like? Th- I kind of like this. It gives her more motivation. Yeah. The Eric thing with me, I did think about, and I was kind of like, you know. So they make the whole thing take place on, like, a Caribbean island, which was cool. Like, the vibes were really cool. Like, she's walking through the town, everybody's playing music and doing the dance, and everybody's, it's fun. But it was kind of like, okay, they made this big deal. They got this black girl to be the Little Mermaid. And it's a big deal. People made big hoopla about it and all this stuff. And they were like, who's going to play Eric? And they were like, Harry Styles. And they were like, well, no. We got to find another white guy to be Eric. It has to be some guy. And it was like they bent over backwards to make it. It's like he's on a Caribbean island and he was adopted by this like Caribbean royal family. And everyone on the island is like black and of color of some kind. But it's like the Prince Eric has to be some white guy. Like they were like, we can't have it be both. That's crazy. And like to me, I'm like, you could have just had a black Prince Eric. Yeah. Like, he could have. We found in a shipwreck, if you recall, and it was like, why? Like, just be like, we had you, you're our son, go find your mermaid, and he finds the mermaid, and it's be the same story. And it's like, well, well, did anybody catch that the Art Malik, the villain from True Lies, played, like, the butler guy? Grimsby. I did Grimsby. not realize that until, like, last night when I was looking at the cast. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, too, like you're saying, Nick. This is a mythical creature, a mermaid. Fictional. I didn't know mermaids had skin skin color. Exacto mundo. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter. What does it matter? It's like a dog. There's brown dogs. There's black dogs. There's dogs with spots. It don't matter. You notice the mermaids when they came out at the end, they're all different color yeah. tails. So what did it matter? And it was it dope, was just, like. Yeah. Trident had a daughter for like each one of the seven seas. Yes. Like, that was that was a cool detail. Yeah, they didn't I like that. It. Like this girl's really dark. This girl's a redhead for some reason. This girl's it's like I didn't give two shits. Like I was just like 
it's like they have tails. They're breathing underwater. Like I don't yeah. care. It's just like like you even think like when they all popped up at the end and there was like little kids. Yeah. Have little kids. Do they lay eggs? <laughs> Not to be off topic, but breaking news, Antonio Banderas confirms he is Galactus. Cap. What? Antonio Banderas is Galactus. In what? The Marvel. <laughs> Probably fantastic before. But but overall, like I, I guess in one of the songs they changed the lyrics and people are upset about that too. So it's like yeah, don't like, think I could What even what was the song? I don't even remember it. I, I didn't catch it until I wanna my say, wife told me about it. I I I saw something in passing that people were crying that the original "Kiss the Girl" lyrics were kind of rapey, so maybe it was somewhere in there. But maybe what, whatever they did was still a right. banger, though. I, I didn't mm-hmm. catch it enough. There's things about the new one that they fix, and I think that's when they're at their best with these live action ones. Like none of them are as good as the animated ones. The only one, and then it's kind of a weird choice that I think is like close is Dumbo because the old Dumbo actually isn't that great. People no. act like it's like this classic and it's not actually that great. The, ori- I yeah. the, live action the original anyway, Dumbo is kind of mid. It's like, it's not a great film it, and it's, but it's a classic, but there were things about the little mermaid that they kind of fit with. No. Damn, they froze up. About Jasmine being her own person and Dalton. And it worked. It was fine, but it was very much like they were in the writer's room. Like, how can we make Jasmine be the we can do it poster and all this stuff? And it was like, well, this, I think, felt more normal. Like, if you watch The Old Little Mermaid, she does the classic, the thing, Daddy, I love him. Daddy, I love him. At that point, she is not spoken to Eric ever even once she has not met him at all she's safe from the boat and stared at him while he was passed out like maybe dead like on the beach she's just like looking at him and then she pet face dives away daddy I love him and it's like oh babe like no you don't they didn't do that in this one it was more about like she was just fascinated by humans and he kind of caught her eye. Like, she was like, ooh. Yeah. Her, like, taking yes. her, doing all this stuff. Like, she wasn't like, I love this boy. I love the boy. And I want to be with the boy. Like, it didn't have anything to do with that. And that felt very normal narratively watching this one compared to the old. I think that was actually an improvement. And she went up and they met and actually had Kim. And Nick's gone. <laughs> voiceless performance i thought a lot of people can't do that dude that was the this has nothing to do with anything that was the first time that one of y'all like tweaked out and another one of y'all saw it and it wasn't just me yeah so we've established that rocket's a liar because i can't find shit about no antonio banderas oh it's out of there trust me (laughs) but yeah trust me uh Um. Yeah, I thought I thought all the performances was fire. Like I, again, like I feel like I'm the only one. Like 
on the hill that Melissa McCarthy was trying too hard to be the animated version. Everybody else was doing their own thing. I just felt like she was trying so hard to do her like Pat Carroll impersonation. No, maybe. I'm not a big not fan a big of fan Melissa McCarthy to begin with, but yeah. I think she did a solid job in this as Ursula. Like, I think she was casted for the right, the right role. Yeah. But I also see now looking back at it, what Nick's saying is with the CGI. Yeah. I can see the when she would interact, now looking back at it, she was probably doing her thing, another actor doing their thing, and then they just pieced it together. It was like in Aladdin where Will Smith is the genie and he was blue for a little bit of it, but not the whole movie because somebody was like, he can't look like this through the whole movie. That's crazy. They didn't have that conversation about Melissa McCarthy. They were like, well, she's going to look insane the entire time she's underwater. It's just going to be like jarring CGI until she's, you know, the young girl for like five minutes which I thought they could have done more with that, actually, if they're going to pad out the runtime. Yeah. 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 It was like the whole the whole third act to me was was super dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ursula was cool. Yeah. And even the battle, like we thought Trident was dead, and then and then Ariel found the way. Fucking Eric mixed in because like that was, that, cool. was, that was like what they like cooked up fresh. That worked for me, like the whole final battle. Because I was sitting there, like, bro, how, like, she's huge. How does Ariel beat this? But then it was kind of like, wasn't even a fight. It was just like, oh, here's this. And then, like, it happened and then they won. They did. I thought the little, like, goodbye, like, after they went off, she sang about it, we're dead. Like, I thought that was good. Yeah. Emotional. That was real good. Mm hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think my four is a little generous. It's not not. I think the, the only thing I wish the only thing I wish they would have changed to it or at least tweaked it was at the end, you know, when she was saying bad bye to her dad and all that, where like he changed her to be a human. I wish it would have been where whenever she wanted to, she could jump down to see see them and she's a mermaid again. And then whenever she comes out and land. Like in Splash, something like that to that effect. Rocket, we, you know we I mean? saw it, that movie and it was called Luca. <laughs> Little Mermaid to be more like Splash. But I mean, like I, w- I only wish that was the only thing they tweaked up at, you know, just a little bit. Like she had the option to go see both worlds in that sense. Like they made the Little Mermaid too, and I already forget it. I feel like Ariel went back. Two. I didn't even know there was a Mermaid 2, Little Mermaid 2. Yeah. I, I remember it coming out because I remember watching it. I was probably like 10, 11. I remember like watching it. I don't remember loving it or hating it or anything, but I watched it the other day. It was shit. They have like a child. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like, there was a prequel that apparently allegedly came out in 2008 that I own. I don't remember even like getting it. I was like, I don't remember this coming out. So I watched it for the first time. It was better than two. It wasn't yeah. great, but it was better than part two. You so guys saw the last X of the little mermaid. World. See. Like, <laughs> like all the, all the flashbacks from F9. I was like going to watch all those. And then I got this bright idea to do the Spider-Man binge. 
Sorry, s- sorry, Little Smarter. Mermaid sequels, but you're scrapped. Uh, she saw her like meet Flounder, and that was really the only significant thing that I remember. You saw hey, her. Mom. Tr- you uh, okay. Yeah, Ariel's mom, I guess, got hit by a boat. Well, Spoiler, I guess. That's why Triton doesn't like humans. And then, yeah, it kind of that ties into why he doesn't like humans. I get. I guess that's something. It's not great, but it's something. It was better than two. I didn't need to watch any of that to prep for this, but I felt like I needed to. And Jacob Tremblay, the voice of Flounder, he sounded pretty accurate to the yeah. cartoon version too. His voice is set, like you know. Have you seen him recently? No, he's like I get. He recorded his voice lines for this like years ago, I guess, because he's huge now. He's like sixteen or something. He's like six feet tall. He looks like a little man, and he probably doesn't sound like that anymore when he talks. It's really, it's really sad. He's taller than you. It probably, but I just think he's in so many things like you know the Good Boys and Predator and Room and all that stuff. And he's like little cute little kid. As like he's not little anymore. Like not he, anymore. Yeah, over the, a year, he's like huge. So McCall, you can't do Little Mermaid too. She calls him daddy now. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> when, oh, man. when did they even announce this, this movie, man? I, I, how many times did his voice crack in the studio? I don't know, but like it, he had to have done it years ago. I think he made a post. He was like. Before and after, or something like that. And I was like, Jesus. And Nick, you might be right because I remember Prince Eric was supposed to be Harry Styles, and he he turned it down. So that was. I read that they offered it to him like three times or something like that. Yeah, he turned it down each time. And how long ago was that? I mean, you know what I mean. The dude that got the role was a better choice because he looks just like the cartoon version. He was yeah. good. He was good. He was real good. Ella did the same thing, where it was like just some prince, just some guy. Didn't have to be anything special, but like they made the character special. They made their chemistry together special. It made the story better. Wait, I like Cinderella. I don't know. Rob Stark is not just some guy. Not some guy. Like he's really good. Good performance. They give it. You know, he's got this like relationship with his dad. His dad is dying and wants him to be happy. Like, not just, like, find a wife. And he's, like, explains, like, oh, dad, I just want to live up to you. And he's, like, you already have and all this stuff. And it's, like, oh, this is really good. In the old Disney movies, it's just he's some guy. Like, you know, he's Prince. Some which guy. Which is uh, charming. I don't know. Apparently, don't he even... lives in the castle. That's the Disney logo now. Ooh. Is that, is it the Cinderella castle? Yeah, you're the one that told me this. I did. It was the <laughs> castle or the Cinderella castle. I was trying. To, I think it's the Cinderella castle. I put a tweet out there. I made an ass of myself saying that there should be a Disney movie that takes place in the castle that is the logo, and some oh, dickhead on Twitter at the Nick Goodman said, "Uh, excuse me, hold my Cinderella." <laughs> it was like, oh, sweetie, oh no. <laughs> like they should make a movie with Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald Duck together, and it's like. They did, like, 50 years ago. Like, they've made a bunch of those. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not the guy that's at your Cinemark pre-movie commercials. Yeah. They should make a movie with Goofy and, like, you know, like a Goofy movie. 
And that was only 1995. It actually did already, and it was really good. They want a live-action Mickey Mouse movie. They want it to be a like a dog. I would not be surprised. No. A duck hanging out. That would would not surprise me. What? How did they do that? Mickey has a pet dog. But also, like, Goofy is like a dog, kind of. How would that, would it just be two dogs? It would just be two dogs. Am I looking too hard into this? Di- it's di- different breeds, of course. Yeah, whoa. But on that note, since we're fan casting Mickey Mouse the movie, <laughs> um, next episode, Danger. I'm thinking half Spider-Verse spoiler talk, half Transformers spoiler talk. Great. Maybe. It's as good as Spider-Verse looks. It just might be a full two hours of Spider-Verse. Spoiler I'm talk. good with that. So if Transformers sucks. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about Transformers yet. I haven't either. But Me neither. I'll be back. Wrap it up. Strike League Podcast. Ho. Yo, hey, yo, looking back, I kind of been through some crazy shit, ups and downs ever since February 86. I keep small circles. That's where I'm well known. It's no way home for lames throwing bread around like Michelle Jones and government class recruiter was an Asian baddie. She said, join the Air Force. And I said, gladly. It took me a minute to accept that I'm flyer than a green goblin on a glider. No wonder AI coming up, cause y'all love fake shit. Anybody else do all the work, but credit y'all take it. Lame bitch, trash, get the accolades, talent wise, ain't shit, no bars, can't spit. For all intents and purposes, they ain't it. I inject all the facts, then they just act like a bitch. I kill them all, then they come back like they took a bath in the Lazarus pit. I take it to the max and y'all just watching Barry. I'll beat your fucking ass with Jerry Lawler calling commentary and chill until the next episode.